Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name is Matt. My name is Courtney. We talk about the do-dos and don't-dos of personalized learning. Yup, we do. Today, we're going to talk about engagement strategies. Yeah, so I was recently asked um, kind of what my top 10 engagement strategies, like general strategies for engagement kind of were, and I was like, mm -hmm. hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Let me think on that. And then I said, hmm. Let me talk with Matt about that and record it and put it out <laughs> to the pod sphere. This sounds not? this sounds great. Sounds these perfect. are these are ideas that that uh, well, I we haven't talked about this, uh, listeners. No. We haven't talked about anything no. other than hey, top ten engagement strategies. Top ten engagement strategies. Hit record. Yeah. So Hit record. yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're this may seem a little. Uh, I, I don't really know how it's going to work, but Courtney's got a list of yeah. some stuff and and we're going to, I'm going to react to some of these things. So we're going to talk yeah. through them. Yeah, that's totally how we're going to do it. So like I have a, a bunch, I have a list of stuff. I think, I mean, based on the bullets I made, there's more than 10 here. So oh, good. Uh, we I might, was wondering might, that. Yeah, we might narrow some down. And there are some that I could make really good arguments for splitting into two different things. Oh, I like it. Um, like yeah, it. so I think we're gonna we're, we will work through this and eventually come to a set of ten. I cannot guarantee that we will be able to rank them in any way. Mm -hmm. uh, we mm -hmm. might just end being able to be like that one's more important. That one's not as important. Like you know, I don't know. I certainly don't have them in any order. So listeners, know this: this is not. We are not about to enter a Letterman style top ten. <laughs> the first one I say is just the first one I wrote down. I have no idea if it is what what ranking it would get, but that will be something. Maybe we'll ask you all to help us. Rank, that would be that would them. be great. All right, let's let's start with the first bullet then. Okay, so the first first bullet I wrote down is transparency, and specifically being transparent about what the learning targets are and what the success criteria is. So what they're learning and how they be successful at it. I like that. It seems yeah. big. It seems like a big strategy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe this is one of those ones that, that you could split into pieces. Right. Well, so yeah, on my notes, I have little branches coming off. Yeah, exactly. This. That's just what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm thinking, I, I like how, what you said about uh, transparency in the learning, in the learning target, yeah. and having some success criteria to, to know. So the kids will know exactly what that is. Yeah. Um, some of the other ways that I think that transparent, just the word transparency might be in explaining to kids the process of what we're going to be doing from step one to step end. Like we have Aha. this activity, this activity, uh, this kind of uh, reflection piece, and then a further activity for the people who are ready. And then right. we have some different activities for the people who aren't quite ready, which being open and honest with your students would be like, if you're not ready, don't say you're ready. We'll just keep don't working on it. And people who are ready for it can just keep going. And, yeah. you know, maybe just the whole learning process for a particular target or standard. That seems a little bigger to me now that it's like out loud. So, so like, okay, so the next bullet I have written down separate from just, you know, make the learning as clear as possible is probably how I would say it. I don't think okay. I would use transparency. I would okay. say like, make, make the learning as clear as possible. Okay. Um, 
for the targets and the success criteria. The next thing I wrote down, trying not to use lingo is know what comes next, yep. right? I like so that. So what's next in their learning? Like you were just saying like, okay, I finished this. I finished this task. Like what's the next thing I'm supposed to do? Or mm -hmm. I've finished this learning target. What's the next learning target? And also or exceeding. Okay. Like exactly what you were just saying. So what's next or how do I go deeper? Just like that is always ready to go. Mm -hmm. Right. So knowing what comes next. I like, I like that a lot because it's going to have the, the kids really be able to articulate that, that they're not just clearly follow along with the teacher and doing whatever they say, Oh, I'm, I'm ready for this now. And I'm ready for this now. And I'm just, there's really no agency there. Right. So, but if they can identify what they're doing and what comes next in either branch, I like that either moving on or going deeper in the one that they're working on mm -hmm. and giving them some choice for that one. Cause I'm sure the choice is coming up at some point, uh, <laughs> but that, that makes perfect sense to me. That's a good, that's another good one. And clearly yeah. all of these engagement strategies, they overlap a bit. Oh yeah. It's yeah. So it's not like you do this or you do this or you do this and you do them in a sequence or anything like that. These all kind of like jumble together, obviously. Yeah, you just got to do them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do all of them. All. <laughs> That's all the idea. Right now. <laughs> okay. So, I, so far, so good. What, what, what are okay. the next ones? I want to see. I, said, I, what I'm hoping for is there's one that I don't like here. <laughs> I know. But, I don't know if there is going to be one that you don't like. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. So the next one I've got is, um, it's going to be, you're going to be like, it's too big, Courtney. Questions. So ask good questions, like use driving questions and then teach them to ask questions. It seems big, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it is, it is big, but I think you can really narrow that down pretty quick about mm -hmm. questions about the certain things that you're working on right then, like questions about the target. You know, that's that's a matter of just unpacking the target ahead of time and seeing where kids are, not not necessarily like a formal pre-assessment or something, but just talking with kids about the, the target and, you know, gather their questions. And we've talked many times about techniques to do that, the, you know, the QFT, uh, yeah. the question formulation QFT. technique right. is is perfect for this type of thing. Um, so yeah, questions would be great because now you're getting their input and you're finding out much more from the learners than you might've known beforehand. Right. I like that. It is big, but I think that's, that's an easy one to, uh, to narrow down quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So let me pause here and of the, the, the few that we've already talked mm. about, so we've talked about, um, making the learning learning expectations clear, let's say it that way, making mm -hmm. learning expectations crystal clear, and then um, knowing what comes next, mm -hmm. and then um, using questions. Uh, that's a crappy way to say it, but <laughs> questions. So of those three, how would you rank them? How would you, would you rank any of those? Well, as, as since you're making me rank them, I'm forcing you to do it. You are. Uh, I would say um, transparency and learning first, question second, and 
what was the last one? Oh, knowing what comes next. No, that'll be, that'll next. be third. That'll be third. Okay. So here's my question. Here's, so here's my question for you now that we're, we're breaking momentarily here is, yeah. do you think this is what teachers would be expecting you to talk about rather than specific, how do I engage my students with this specific technique? And the, here's, here's where I'm going with this one is that the things we've talked about here I don't know, they seem a little bit bigger than what a teacher point of view would be. And not that I'm saying that's right, because I think what you have described there yeah. can cross really anything that teachers are going to do. And it's like that, that bigger theory of yeah. what are we going to, how are we going to engage our kids over the long term rather than a specific activity. Right. So I like, I like where you're going with this one, but I, I'm not sure if I fully expected that's what you were going to be doing or necessarily were asked to do. But as always, care. the good way to do it is answer the question that you want to, to ask. Answer the question you want to answer, Matt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? That's, what, that's what we do. That's what we do all the time. So I, li I like where we're going. And yeah, I'm, I... I'm super interested in the feedback from the teachers when you do that. I will be too. I'll be curious. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm so, not sure if they know what they're expecting. That's fair too. Let's just keep going then. Cause yeah, maybe, okay, maybe right, it gets right. a little, uh, maybe it's, maybe it maybe gets it's a little a, more. yeah. The further you go down this list, I'm there sure. Are some things that are, there are some things that are a little more granular, a little yeah. more practical. Okay. All right. Uh, so choice in output. So I would say that oh. I would not use the word output. I would say, um, you know, uh, giving, giving learners choice and how they demonstrate their learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. That's, yeah. that's one thing we've talked easy, about easy. all the time. Yeah. And I think kids would be like, oh, great. Awesome. I don't, I, I could do this. And sometimes you'd have to demonstrate that I think as teachers, like, yeah. and, and have that, like you can have this written or you can have like a movie or you can have this TikTok. I right. think that's a thing. And a thing. these different ways that show how it meets the target at the specific rigor level that you want. But I, I think not, but, and I think teachers might have to have that to show the kids so they know what it's like rather than thinking what they might be like. Yeah. And, that's, and, and I think that's one of the things that I've always missed is, yeah, you can do this, this, and this. And kids are like, yeah, great, but I don't know what. <laughs> and, and they just kind of like, I don't know. So, okay. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That one's good. Yeah, and then the next one is uh, choice in input resources. So mm -hmm. choice in how they learn certain things. Um, and I think any of these, like there's going to be, so I'll be using this in professional learning if you hadn't picked up on that. So like, yeah, so I'll be running some professional learning kind of centered on this idea. And I think any of them, there's going to have to be some explanation. Our learners at home, know exactly what we are talking our learners at home our listeners at home know what we are talking about when we say these things but um i'll probably phrase them a little differently and have a little bit of explanation about that too that sounds good yeah so choice and input kind of that idea of like great find a video find you know find two different videos and two different readings and and set up some parameters give some choice right mm -hmm. and talk about and same with the output thing like you were just talking about like it's not wide open choice right away Right, like 
<laughs> yeah, you kind of have to like ease into it a little bit. Yeah, you have to teach them how to make choices sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> okay, so then another one that's on the list is participation strategies. So using participation strategies. So things that ensure that every single learner is engaging with material or questions or thinking rather than just assuming, right? This is the stop, just stop asking learners to raise their hands and calling on them. Just stop it. <laughs> okay. This might be one that I think uh, teachers might be expecting because this is yeah. pretty granular right here and, and yes. pretty straightforward. So what are some of those strategies? Um, you know, I've, I've got one right in my head already. So what have you got? Fist to five. I always oh, like nice. that one where, you know, yeah. you just ask kids of their under quick understanding where a fist is a zero and five is I fully got this and then somewhere in the middle and you can quickly scan the room with everybody and see if what you're talking about makes any sense or not to the kids because it doesn't yeah. always connect <laughs> obviously right. uh and that way if you have two different groups at that point maybe you can quickly adjust to saying okay yeah. i got all the kids that are like zero ones and twos whereas like all the three fours and fives go over here and continue with this with these resources i've already got or I can quickly reinforce with those kids who were completely lost in what I said. Right. So it's just adjusting yeah, quickly exactly. to what they have immediately. And you've got everybody's input, even if they're not saying a word. So right. I liked using right. that one in class. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a really good example of one. Um, I was also thinking of things like, like uh, quick writes, like stop and jot, or um, turn and talk to your partner type of things and then calling on learners like anything that like it, it's really about like if you're going to solicit the class with a question do something to make sure every learner has to answer that question somehow before you actually take answers uh so you, you said turn and talk but i didn't catch the first two what were those oh stop and jot mm -hmm. and quick write same kind of idea so just you know Put, pose the question, ask everybody to write their answer down somewhere. And then, and I actually think that that leads to more interesting conversations anyway, because as the teacher, now you know everyone has answered it in some way. So you can ask someone to share their answer and then you can do things like raise your hand if you agreed, right? Did someone have something different? Can anyone add on anything, right? Like instead of just. Um, okay, I like that. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And they don't have to yeah. share, right? Unless, no. yeah, this is just for them, but they're writing something down. Okay, I like that. Right. All right, go yeah. to the next one. What's what? Do you, what else you got? Um. Let's see. I have reflection, which is kind of like what you were saying. Like you combined participation strategies with reflection with the fist of five. Yeah. So whether that's something quick like that, like a, a quick check, right? I think people used to call them dipsticks. I hate that phrase. Same. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. Nope. <laughs> um, let's not use those. <laughs> so uh, something like that, or um, even like, you know, like you've seen me, and if anyone has been in professional learning with me, you see me, I use these smiley faces sometimes where at the start, it's like, here's the topic, rate yourself, right? And there's always like a, 
a crying smiley face, a confused smiley face, like a, a thumbs up smiley face, and then a smiley face that is dressed up like Kiss, rocking it. Of course. Because, um, <laughs> well, yeah. So, you know, things like that at the beginning and end of something along the way, maybe maybe even like a learning journal or a learning log and some teachers like that, where it's like, you're going back and adding in like, what did I learn today kind of stuff. But, um, and then at the end, um, so reflection in general, um, thoughts. No, I don't disagree with any of those things. I, I like the reflection a lot. It, it maybe even like it take it to that next step about when you're done with that target or unit that they could, if they, if they have like written reflections, like daily yeah. reflections or something like that, then they can go back through quickly and see how far they've come, not right. just on the target, but in their thinking of the target. Right. And, and I like that, not just obviously they're at this point, they're, they're done with the unit. They are probably there at that point, right? They probably got all the learning they want. And, mm -hmm. but they're thinking might be very different from what they thought they were learning at the beginning to where they are now. And just having a short celebration part about that and a way for kids to reflect on their own. Yeah. Uh, I think that that kind of thing is always valuable too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, games. Okay, help me on this one. <laughs> what is like, a game? Like checkers? <laughs> No, uh, probably not checkers. <laughs> Although I'm not going to say that there's no way to use checkers to further and deepen learning. I, maybe there is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, using games as a way to practice learning, to deepen learning. Can you give me some type of example? And the reason is that there was a fad a few years ago, and I'm not sure if it's still going or not, about uh, gamifying everything. Ah, uh-huh. Right? And I think that's different than what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a little different than what I'm talking about. Um, because because you I, mentioned, has... yeah, you mentioned something about like reinforcing and yeah, a ways yeah. to deepen learning rather yep. than turning everything into a game and they get some type of reward when they're done reward. the learning. And I, right. I'm not so much of a fan of that. Yeah, I can see that. No, I'm not talking about gamification of learning. Um, I am talking about using games in the service of learning. And I think most often we see this as like reinforcement practice, sometimes deepening of skills. Um, I think simulation games can be an amazing use of games to learn things. Like if you've ever played um, a civilization version, um, yeah, you're learning all of the learning targets having to do with like ancient civilization. Hmm. Why do people, you know, what, what are settlement patterns of people? Huh, let's see, near water, near resources. Like, so I think that that's a legitimate way to use a game, but a lot of teachers don't don't do that. More often it's um, using a game, using something like, uh, was it like the $500 pyramid or um, cahoots or other kinds of- The, the $500 pyramid? What? Is that, like, is <laughs> I mean, that the, with the, kids. The $1,700 version game? 
<laughs> man the uh I, I totally get what you're saying now because yeah. okay. there was a game that i used in one of my classes uh the pandemic game oh and, yeah and it was great for not only learning about the things we were learning in the epidemiology class but also it forced them to learn about teamwork uh -huh. And you realized that they weren't playing against each other because they all died pretty darn quickly. Uh, it was like, <laughs> oh, maybe you should play this differently. Can, can we play it again? And yeah. wanting to reinforce what they were doing. And I thought it was a great use of a, of a couple of days worth of time to not just reinforce the, the things we were trying to learn, but about yeah. teamwork also in oh, this yeah. particular case. Yeah. So there's more to it than just the targets, but, but using games to reinforce the learning is 100% different than gamifying yeah, learning. Yeah, it is. It's and very different. Yeah, so yeah. using games for that one, I am all in. So yeah. yes, yes to that one, no to the other one. Okay. Yeah, no, gamification is not on my list. Good. Um, um, okay, here's one. <laughs> Debate. Debate anything and everything all the time. <laughs> I like that one a lot, obviously. <laughs> That's got to be my number one, right, everybody? Number one. Well, maybe because everything falls back to everything is argument. Everything is argument. Hmm. I wonder where I've heard that before, Courtney. Me. I, I, <laughs> yes, that would be you. <laughs> uh, I like that I, because I think you can, you can have those, those mm -hmm. deeper discussions with kids uh, or, or really kids among themselves you're not, you're just facilitating that. You're not part of that. Right. So right. yeah, I love that one. That goes right to the top. Start with that yeah. one and don't talk about anything else. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's it. it. That's Wait, it. That's it. Go. Go. <laughs> and then, yeah. then they'll start debating. <laughs> See what I mean? You're all going. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a huge one. It's, uh, super important to do and and i'm talking about even with things like is a hot dog a sandwich no it is not no it and is not all I the know. way up to <laughs> thank you thank you all the way up to you know eventually um you know abortion rights affirmative action Anything. It's probably better anything to start with is a hot dog a sandwich. Yeah. Start with is a hot dog a sandwich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Start there. Yep. Start there. Or start with what's a better pet, cats or dogs? Like start there. But um it's a good that's know. a good one too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> don't don't go right to uh some of the biggies. <laughs> no, no, it won't work out well for you. Uh <laughs> all right. <laughs> nope. Um, how many have I talked about? One, two, three, four. Five, you're, six, seven, eight, you've be, See, I've already done I was going to say, you've got to be close to 10 right there. All right. And then I've got connect to learner interests. Um, okay. Tell me about this one. Because I have I think I've revised some of my thinking on this one in the last you? few years. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I think, well, here's why I like, oh, I said it in a weird way, I think. And maybe we've got, okay. we've come to the same place on it. We just haven't actually had a conversation about Probably. this. Probably. <laughs> It doesn't mean if a kid is into horses that that's all we ever let them talk about or learn about is horses or that we bend ourselves over backwards to find something related to the content we're trying to teach that like has to do with horses, right? Or we put it on paper that has horses on it. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, 
Yes, that's a good place to start, 100%. Okay, they like horses. Well, we know something about this learner. We can kind of expand from there. But it's about helping them find what they're interested in within different topics and content. And, and knowing their interests is a path there for sure. And like, Matt, you've heard me say this in front of you know hundreds of people when we've run stuff is that you can probably come up with like six categories for your learners that every single one of them would like if you had six six categories there wouldn't be a single learner in your class for whom one of those categories wouldn't apply right absolutely and yeah and so you can use that to kind of think through and craft kind of how you're putting different input resources together or the different angles you're going to take with content um but I think it's more so about helping the learners figure out what they find interesting and then encouraging them to follow those paths. I think that really ties well into what you talked about a little while ago about choice in input and choice in output. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. finding the ways that they want to attack those targets and learn about those things. It's so it's their choice and you're helping them you're helping them with that, discover those things. Uh, where, what I was wary about was uh, the old thing about learning styles. No, that's not a thing. Absolutely. It's not a thing, it, right? It's not a thing, but that is still a thing in education circles that people yeah. believe in. And it's, it's, it's that, terrible. You know, I should start. When, when we're with colleagues or other adults who say that, like, well, uh, you know, I really appreciate that you're, you know, uh, you're, you're catering to my, you know, visual learning style. We should just be like, that's bullshit. <laughs> Done. Done. Uh, Absolutely. You don't actually have that. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing because I think the, the one of the things, A, it's not a thing. B, I think as with almost everything we do, humans interpret that incorrectly. Yes. Right? That if I'm a visual learning style, the only thing I'm going to give you mm. is videos to work with, like right. forever until I don't have you in class anymore. <laughs> and how boring would that be if all I'm doing is it's watching awful. videos all day? Although, as I realize this, uh, you know, one of my daughters is watching videos all day, learning about stuff. Uh, but it doesn't have to be that way when you force that upon students, right? Yeah. You want a variety, yeah. a, yes. a variety of input strategies and output strategies, as you talked before. Kids are going to get bored doing the same old thing. They don't need to make a PowerPoint every single time. They don't need to make a video every single time because yeah. that's what their that's what their learning style is. It's right. like, no, and they you don't want need to variety. only watch videos. Like exactly. You, you have to have a variety. So yes, learning styles are not a thing. And yes, we're doing that thing if we ever, ever see each other in person again. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> next year, maybe this year, but probably maybe, next year. Maybe. Probably next yeah, year. Who, who wants to hire us for an event now? Have us berate you in person about how <laughs> learning styles aren't actually a thing. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, if you want it even more exciting, <laughs> uh, you could set it up ahead of time so Courtney and I fight on stage <laughs> in front of people about learning styles. <laughs> with And nobody else would know. It'd be perfect. Oh, gosh. All right, all right. We've gone off the rails a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so connecting to learner interests. 
um, was another one I had. Um, so I think I think that's my list. Is that is that? I don't 10? know. Is there, did I miss anything? Like is is that ten that you had there? Uh, was that the tenth? That was the tenth one, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Because I have other. I have another one that I'm kind of like I don't know. All right. Let's let's have at it. On the list now. Um, strategy instruction. So teach learners multiple ways to do things and then have them pay attention to and use the strategies that work best for them in different situations. So example, yeah, you're, yeah, nice face. I know. See, it's like, it's like, man, it's not an exciting one. So like, you're, I think exactly, about yeah. taking notes. Ah, okay. So that a lot, I'll, you've got me already. You've got now me already. I've got you. Yeah. All right. So most often what happens is, um, teachers will say, well, we're going to teach Cornell notes, or we're going to teach this particular way, or I'm going to expect you to take notes this way and only ever have learners do it one way, or don't ever teach them how to actually take notes. That happens too. Yeah. <laughs> Those are your two options usually. <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is instead teach them like three or four different ways to take notes, even if you're not good at it, like mm. a really ingenious way of taking notes. And we've talked about this. We, we have, um, one of, oh, one of the one of the hosts of our child podcast question mark um, <laughs> our offspring podcast. Ouch! <laughs> I don't know. They called us the parent podcast, so I don't know. What oh, that's, that's a about. fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> anyway, he is an incredible visual note taker. If you mm -hmm. ever get to be near Matuette Card when he is, you know, in a learning environment taking notes, it's like mind blowing. It's astounding. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't understand. And some it people, oh, at it's, all. it's crazy. Yeah. I have tried to do it. I like, there was a good year or two where I was like, I'm going to do this, like, as best I can, I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I enjoyed it. Sometimes it works really well, sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But, but anyway, like, show them how to do that, show them how to do outlines, show them how to do webs, right? Show them how to do whatever, make up note taking styles, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter you know, and have them have everybody practice doing all of them and then reflect and think like, which one worked really well for me? Were there different situations where they worked well? You know, it's like, it's, it's an overtime kind of thing instead of, so that works for a lot of different things, not mm -hmm. just for note-taking, but note-taking is a really good example of that. Like, like organizing that. research notes. There's a lot of different ways to do that. Sure. You know, um, I, I think I, if, if I like explicitly teaching some of those things. Yeah. Otherwise you learn on your own and try to figure it out. And suddenly uh, just somebody's example, I've got a million pages worth of stuff here with yeah. things that I can't really read, even though I wrote it myself <laughs> with no organization to it. Right. So right. yeah, I was never taught any of that thing. And I, I like that idea of like many different ways and figuring out maybe there's a better way than what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Uh, personally, I know there's a better way than what I'm doing right now, but there was a time that I started taking notes strictly in like Google Docs or Word. Mm -hmm. So I, so I had the idea in my head that I'd be able to organize it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. That lasted four months. Yeah. And I was like, okay, now all I have is like a thousand different documents and I don't know what they're <laughs> for. <laughs> 
yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm trying, but so, yeah, I totally get it. That I, I like your idea. I'm more enthused than I was when you started talking about yeah. different strategies. Yeah. Like, I guess to, I, again, it's the, it's the jargon language. Yeah. Strategy yeah. instruction. It's not. I like it. I would save that one. It's not until, grabby. I would it's save it grabby. until the end. If you have time to still talk about that one. Oh, like but, a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Courtney's <laughs> bonus strategies. <laughs> I like it. If you, you know, if, if this extends to like an hour and a half rather than an hour, you have those bonus ones just sitting there <laughs> that you can keep going. You don't have to stretch the other ones out. So right. do you have anything else on your list or is that the, the big um, That's actually all I got okay. out before it was time. I think the last one about the strategies is the weakest one, but I also think it's the hardest one for teachers to actually do because now yeah. you're taking, it seems like you have to take class time out to do that. Whereas the other ones seem that you can quickly embed them easily. Whereas this one, you're explicitly teaching something that is not a standard, but extremely useful. And therefore, I don't, I don't know if all teachers would be like, okay with taking that time out to do it. Right. So that's, that's why I mean by weakest is it's a great, it's a great yeah. strategy, yeah, yeah. but hard to do. The other ones that your, your top 10 seem like things that I can integrate that I can do that. I can do that now. I can start with that one tomorrow and then right. ease my way into the rest. So I like the order that you have there. Great job, Courtney. Hey, thanks, Matt. These planning sessions, we used to do this in person all the time. It was when awesome. we just threw ideas out and batted them back and forth, yeah. debated about them. Debated, because everything's uh, an argument. And now we just do it on the pod. Yeah, so hey, um, you, you were listening. Maybe I can do a quick rundown of the list again. Let's do it. And um, here's a quick rundown of the list. So um, making sure learners that the, the learning is clear so learning targets and success criteria are clear knowing what comes next either for the what's next in the learning or what's how do i go deeper with the learning um focusing on questions driving questions and learners asking questions choice in how learners show their understanding or their skill choice in how learners take in learning about an understanding or a skill, reflection, um, complete participation strategies, games, strategy instruction, <laughs> or teaching them lots of ways to do different things. <laughs> right? um, connecting to learner interests and then argument and debate. So, hey, um, why don't you all head over to the parking lot and rank them? If you had to put those in, you know, top 10, maybe 11 order, hey, you can cut one out. You have to cut one out. So it's top 10, one's gotta go. What are, nice. you, what are you booting? And then in what order are you going to put them? I'm super curious. I suppose you can put it in comments on Facebook if we ever get this on Facebook. Um, <laughs> sure. Or, uh, yeah. I'd love so, to see what you think. I think that's a, that's a cool thing. You can find a parking lot at plearnmc.com and just uh, click on the link that says parking lot. 
And I tell you what, we'll have those uh, 11 or 12 uh, things up there for you to refer to. And then uh, just, I don't know, comment on that. I don't exactly know how our parking lot works. So there's all kinds of, you can link and stuff and I'm waving my so, hands around. So do all of that stuff as Courtney says, and we'd love to see what, what uh, you all think about this too. Yeah, and maybe we will um, have a spinoff podcast that you, you remember um, uh, Triumph, the insult comic dog. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have a spinoff that's some other version of that, but it's, you know, we, we insult. <laughs> nice. That sounds good. That. We can have another child podcast then. So <laughs> we just keep having them. It's, it's apparently what we do here. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, anything P Learn MC, any social media stuff, but head over to the parking lot and uh, rank these strategies and help Courtney with her presentation. <laughs> 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 and we'll be back soon with another uh, episode.